0: Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Sunday is also a very big day. The 38th annual Terry Fox Run for Cancer Research is taking place. uh, Not just here in Hamilton, Southern Ontario, but right across the country. Of course, this has been uh, become a a tradition now in this country, and it's obviously to raise money for cancer research, but at the same time honor the memory of uh, one of the greatest Canadians of all time. Joining us to talk about this is Fred Fox, uh, who is the manager of uh, support relations with the Terry Fox Foundation and, of course, Terry's older brother. Fred, thank you so much for joining us. It's great to have you on the program today. Well, thank you. Uh, great to be with you. Just talk a little bit about the uh, the run and the tradition that's gone on here. Uh, I, I'm, I still remember that day. I mean, I was uh, in North Toronto working at a radio station there when Terry made his run through the GTA. Uh, and it was uh, an inspiring, I mean, the, the, you run out of superlatives and adjectives talking about exactly what Terry did uh, and what he was attempting to do back in 1980, don't you?
1: Yeah, it was uh, uh, an amazing time, it certainly was. Uh, I, I was, have had the great opportunity to be with Terry when he arrived in, in Toronto. I wasn't with him that much during the Marathon I Hope, it was uh, our brother, younger brother, Daryl, and mm-hmm mom and dad and my sister flew to Toronto and to see Terry arrive uh, there on July 11th and I ran with him down University Avenue to Nathan Phillips Square and um, it, w- it was an amazing thing and you know where Terry started in Newfoundland not very many people knew what he was doing and uh, but he was so determined to get home and uh, what was the driving force was um, wanting to make a difference in cancer research in this country and uh, and the motivation was you know the the memories of seeing young and older people going through uh the that disease
0: for i'm sure there are people listening right now well because this is the 38th annual fred that people that maybe don't know the terry fox story uh, like you and i would obviously you lived it but uh, uh it it did catch our imagination and and our respect and uh and uh, just we were overwhelmed by this but uh, terry was uh, as as a youngster uh, from what I understand, I've been able to ascertain over the number of years. A guy that just uh, had this fabulous determination and attitude. He was, I, I think, uh, I think your parents described him one time as a guy who was never necessarily the best at anything, but boy, nobody worked harder.
1: No, and, and it's true, and that's my message. When uh, I get an opportunity to speak at schools, and I'm in Alberta right now. I was in Ontario, Southern Ontario last week, and and heading back next week to speak to schools. And that's my message. Um, you know, we might think of Terry as being a you know, Canadian hero. Somebody must have been a fantastic athlete to run a marathon every day for 143 days. But simply, Terry, as a as a kid, as a teenager, even in into university, was just an average athlete, not the best, not the fastest, not the strongest, and or the best student in class. He had to work harder than anybody, and that's usually my message to uh, to kids who. You know, kids that weren't born 38 years ago know so much about Terry. They're they're inspired by Terry. They want to model themselves after Terry because of those characteristics that we uh, know of him so well.
0: Well, he met one of the greatest challenges, of course, when he was diagnosed. He was what 18, Fred, when that diagnosis was was given.
1: Yeah, eighteen, 1977, uh, first year of university at Simon Fraser in the Vancouver area. So um, something that was very new to our family is is you know as far as we knew.
0: Uh, lost his leg, obviously, but he's—it's a special kind of individual to go through. First of all, what Terry had to go through physically and emotionally, of course, with the diagnosis and then the amputation, but to 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 look around and see what was going on as he was going through his recovery and rehab, and say, "I want to do something about that." That uh, that marks somebody who's just this much better than so much. i mean, so, it's so—it's so easy to get self-absorbed. I would think sometimes into this, but Terry wasn't that sort of a person.
1: No no and he wasn't he uh you know Terry was a uh, typical teenager i mean i don't think teenagers have changed really that much over the years and Terry would even say during the marathon of hope that when he was a teenager before his cancer diagnosis he just maybe just thought about himself and what he what he wanted and the material things and all that he he would say later that you know getting cancer made him a more caring person uh um he had to take chemotherapy to get rid of any cancer that might be Left in his body after his, uh, after his amputation. And it soon became apparent that it didn't matter how sick Terry was from chemo. What affected him most was seeing other people, um, being sick, young people and older people. And, uh, it changed his life. Um, and he wanted to do something about it. And, and that's, you know, where we are today, 38 years later. Um, uh, Terry wanted to impact where research is in this country. And, uh, we can certainly say he has
0: the physical aspect of this is still astounding. And, and, you know, when you look at this, and, you know, we have marathons. We have the Around the Bay Race here in Hamilton, of course, and other great marathons right across the country. And you know these, Fred, as, as you've traveled the country over the years talking about the marathon. But this is a guy, that, forget about, you know, the physical things for a second. This is a guy that did 42 miles. He, he did a marathon every day. And I know I know people that run marathons, and he, they, they will tell me, it takes about a week to recover, to for your body to recover because of the the physical stress that you go under. Terry got up the next day and did it all over again.
1: It's funny you mentioned the the week of recovery because uh, that's kind of what I've been saying the last little while. Last year, I ran a marathon in Eugene, Oregon, and uh, a year ago, and that's what I say. It took me a a week to recover, and Terry was doing it every day for 143 days. He ran a, a marathon, 42 kilometers. Some days, 50 kilometers a day, and uh on on an artificial leg and and on a a leg that was designed for walking and and as we found out later uh while you know who knows when but uh as he got was making his way through northern ontario he not only was running a marathon every day with an artificial leg but with uh two um two tumors in his lungs just one the size of a golf ball one the size of a lemon in his chest so what Kind of determination and and sacrifice was Terry making to to get into those miles every day.
0: Well and of course that's well, ultimately forced him to stop the uh, the marathon and he, he didn't make it across the country of course as we know and I I, I will never forget Fred that that video footage uh, I think it was Lloyd Robertson from CTV at the time was talking with Terry just as he had to make the announcement that he could not continue and and Terry obviously was very emotional about that and I think all Canadians were because we'd we'd come to to love Terry and to respect him and had so much admiration for what he was doing and it was a uh, it was heart wrenching to see that that diagnosis once again and have to pull him off the road that ultimately did take his life.
1: Yeah, um, you know, early on in uh, Terry's marathon of hope, he was—I think he was only about two weeks into the run in Newfoundland. He was still in Newfoundland. Terry would journal at the end of the day, every day during his run. And uh, this one, he, one day, he wasn't having a very good day, and he would write in his journal later on that evening. He would write. If I quit now, I'll be letting so many people down. And I think that's uh, that emotion that we saw of Terry on the day that he was uh, forced to, you know, be pulled off the road and not run on September 1st. I, you, you know, that was what he was probably thinking. He, he was not happy that he couldn't complete what his goal was, uh, finish what he started. But he truly felt uh, personally that he was letting uh, cancer patients down in this country. And uh, we all know that it, that's not the case, but that's how he was feeling time.
0: When, uh, when Terry passed away, he died in June 1981, uh, the family decided to carry on uh, this tradition obviously, and thus was born, of course, the Terry Fox Run, the annual Terry Fox Run. Did you ever in your wildest imagination, Fred, think that this would carry on and grow to the extent that it has over the last 38 years?
1: No, not at all, and uh, you know, Terry, Terry was aware before he passed away that there would be an annual event held in his name to continue raising money uh, in his honor, and, and To his goal and and you know our family sure has been involved that that was our mom Uh, Terry passed away she was kind of thrust out into the public eye to share Terry's story but you know I wasn't asked the family it was Canadians that wanted to do this that you know Canadians had uh, had gravitated to Terry's story and to his his mission and all that and and it was Canadians that wanted to do events every year uh, in communities small communities villages cities uh, at schools across across Canada to continue his dream. And uh, so we've been there with them, uh, Canadians across this country, to to continue Terry's dream.
0: Well, I, I can tell our listeners Fred, the Ontario branch, of course, of the run, the Terry Fox organization, uh, raised $13 million last year. That was just in Ontario alone. Uh, the amount of money raised over the last uh, 38 years has simply been phenomenal, hasn't it, Fred? Yeah,
1: Terry... When he left Newfoundland, he thought he could raise uh, maybe a million dollars. He thought that would be a pretty attainable goal. He got to Port of basque. They raised $10,000 in a town of 10,000 people. He thought his new goal was a dollar for every Canadian, and that Terry saw $24 million at that time, 24 million people. Terry saw that before, realized that before he passed, and today over $750 million have been raised uh, since Terry's Marathon of Hope uh, and all the Terry Fox runs since. So... um it's a big number, but it uh, more importantly, it's impacted and, and really uh, made a difference in cancer research and uh, the survival rates of uh, people with cancer.
0: Well, it has, and, and, and that money, of course, is money well spent on research and, of course, treating people with this this hideous disease, but it is still with us, which is why this this run continues every year, obviously, and will, I'm sure, Fred, right up until the day that we finally beat cancer.
1: Yeah, you bet, and and that's what... Terry wanted is uh, a, uh, ultimately a cure to be found. Uh, the cure, you know, the diagnosis rate and so many different cancers, Terry's included, is so much better than it ever was. And uh, we'll continue um, hosting Terry Fox runs until, um, you know, we, you know, find Terry's dream.
0: By this is an interesting uh, twist to this whole thing too, and I, I recall when when Terry was doing the marathon. of hope, and I know you've continued this. Uh, in, in as much as certainly you'd like to have corporate support for this, and people can make donations, and you'd like to see corporations donate, and they have uh, very generously over the years. But there was no sponsorship for this one, and to this day there is no sponsorship, no corporate sponsorship. That was uh, that was Terry's idea, wasn't it?
1: You bet. Um- yeah that's what, that right from the very beginning Terry felt that if a company or a corporation wanted to do that they'd be uh, uh to be involved they would do it out of the their you know of the goodness of their heart they, you know they you know they would just do it and be involved as a good community supporter and we've kept that going ever since and and uh you know it's not been Always easy and, uh, but, you know, in, even our volunteers across the country that are organizing Terry Fox runs that will be happening on Sunday, they don't get a budget. They don't, uh, it's all volunteer time. They have to get, uh, materials, water, whatever it might be donated. And, and that was what Terry wanted. He never wore any other than the running shoes that he wore. It was obvious what he was wearing and, and that, uh, Terry wouldn't wear any corporate logo. While he's running,
0: so yeah, it wasn't about commercialization of this whole thing. It was about raising funds for a very worthwhile cause, and 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 it's so good to see that that spirit is being maintained year in and year out in every one of the Terry Fox runs right across the country. Uh, and, and by the way, just as as when Terry is doing the Marathon of Hope, we want to remind our listeners: uh, we'd love you for you to to be a partis- a participant in the run, obviously. But if you don't, you can still donate, just like we did, of course, during the uh, the Marathon of Hope uh... back in nineteen eighty so that's that's going to be available to them as well uh... and there's no pre-registration people just need to show up at the location w- of the race near them right fred and uh... just start that day
1: you bet uh... it's always been that way Kerry felt that uh... didn't matter you know what your ability was and you know it everybody's equal so no registration fee. uh... make a donation what you can uh... sponsor somebody if you're not able to get out there um in on sunday morning um, you know you can go to our website uh, terryfox.org and and create a, a, a sponsor page or and, and and sponsor somebody that you know but uh yeah easy to make a donation and and then you arrive at the run site uh, you know, can give whatever you're able
0: to. By the way, because uh, obviously we have listeners all over the place now, uh, not just here in the Hamilton area. Uh, if you go to that webpage that uh, Fred was just talking about, TerryFox.org, that's uh, uh, also got a, a section there where you can actually find the race near you. Uh, you just type, punch yeah. in uh, your your city and, and obviously your province, and uh, they'll tell you exactly where you should show up on Sunday. Uh, it's it's a remarkable tradition, and uh, it's uh, become a, a Canadian tradition. Uh, to uh, obviously raise funds for a very worthwhile cause. But uh, each and every year, I know that uh, Terry is in our minds and in our hearts, Fred, uh, as for those of us that are going to be participating in the race or contributing uh, for this great cause as well. Uh, congratulations to uh, uh, thousands of volunteers right across the country that do this every year uh, because they know how important this is. And uh, and to you and the Fox family, Fred, uh, for, for carrying on with this and, and allowing us to, to share in a memory of just a great human being and a great Canadian.
1: Well, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for your support. And uh, it is truly um, volunteers and participants and donors across this country that have kept this uh, Terry's memory and dream alive. And uh, we can't be, you know, thank people enough for their long time dedication to Terry's legacy.
0: Fred Fox, uh, Terry's older brother, and of course uh, the manager of support relations for the foundation. Thanks as always, Fred. Appreciate it. Have a great weekend. You too. Great.